Hi guys, welcome to The Seeking with me, Fabiola. And today I have a very special guest, which I also met on Instagram. Honestly, I just love Instagram because you met a range of Christian community have just grown so, so much. So today I'm joined with Diamond Destiny Knight and she's just one of my good friends on Instagram. She also has her own podcast, so please check her out. And um, once I put the podcast out there, I'll definitely tag her so you can give her a follow and listen to her podcast. So how are you, sister, today? How are you doing? Great, great. I'm good. It's early where I am. Um, yeah, I know. <laughs> That's the thing about recording with people from America. It's just like extremely early for you guys. And then it's just late, really late for me later on the day. So, you know, I'm, very all right. I'm so grateful that you managed to, you know, wake up early and, you know, it kind of says your determination towards God. You know, you wake up early, you're determined to, you know, spread the word and share your story. So yes. um, today, the name of the episode is going to be called Alter Ego. The main reason why I wanted to call it that is because sometimes we compare ourselves to other people and the same journey, you know, that person is higher. I haven't achieved that. And sometimes, you know, people struggle with insecurities and, you know, sometimes we compare and the ego is crucial because if you have like a heart that's always comparing yourself to others, you're never going to be happy. So I wanted this episode for people to relate and, you know, learn not to compare to other people and just have a positive heart full of gratitude and you will attract, you know, the right people into your life. So I want to start saying that most people struggle with insecurity while some struggle more than others. There has probably been at least one time in your life where you felt like you didn't measure up. You weren't good enough. And I'm a victim of that. I've been in that path or didn't have what it takes. Maybe you felt that in your job, in your school, with your parents, even if you're married or with in for those that have kids, even with their own children. Sometimes our insecurities stem from the fact that so many of us are focused on outward things and the way others approve or disprove of us. And it's kind of like, focus what God wants from you. Don't focus about the opinion of other people in your life. So beginning today, you're going to learn how to have an alter ego by acknowledging this one simple truth. Without Christ, there is something wrong with you. If you're not inwardly focused on Christ and instead more focused on how others perceive you, then you will continue to struggle with your insecurity. Where is your focus? So, sister, how do you deal with what I've just said um, in regards to insecurities and ensuring that your focus, your eyes and heart are fixed in the word of God, not in what the world has to offer? How do you deal with that? Was there an experience where, you know, you were focusing more on, you know, getting that promotion or getting those grades instead of focusing on God? How have yes. you dealt with that? What was your experience like? Well, um, I my experience was in high school. Um, so of course, this is something that everyone deals with all throughout life. But yeah. this is my recent experience. So I'm out of college now. So this was a few years ago. Yeah. But um, when I had started uh, a different high school, it was the 10th grade, um, I had changed schools. And so I had changed schools because my parents had moved. We had moved to an area that was a lot more expensive <laughs> than where we came from. Yeah. And then so, of course, you know, anybody would naturally feel like, oh, my gosh, like I'm around people who have this or know these people or that kind of thing. Like, yeah. uh, I can't keep up with them. I can't compete yeah. with them in this way. 
But honestly, with the way that my parents had raised me and my brother, since it was just us, um, I never really felt that way. And just the fact that I had a closer relationship with God at that time, he was showing me, like, basically humbling me um, to see, like, it doesn't matter about money. It's literally about what's in your heart that makes the difference. I had friends who would say, like, you know, when you get around 16, 17, 18, everyone wants to drive and drive the best cars. But at the same time, we have to keep in mind, like, we were still just kids. It literally doesn't make any sense for us to be driving, like, Mercedes and Beamers or Maseratis. And we just learned to drive. But that's what was happening. And then, yeah. yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Here in the UK, I mean, obviously you need to get into driving and that, but, you know, we're just kind of getting, not, we don't go for, obviously there is completely different. It's about more materialism. Um, here right. In, we'll be happy with, you know, a little car just to get us where we need to go. But exactly, yeah, I get you, it's, it's mental, the pressure of society and all the materialism that we need to have to be the cool guy, you know? Yeah, exactly. And then so um, when I had gotten there, my parents, they already had like nice cars and things like that. So we blended in. But really, like I was supposed to get one of their cars to drive. I believe it was like my dad's Camaro. And then something happened with that. And then I was like, okay, well, I guess I get to drive my mom's Beamer or whatever. And that was just me with my mindset of like, okay, they can just give me this. And then slowly but surely, like every time I thought I was going to get a car, I was going to drive or, you know, like basically keep up with these other people. No, it wouldn't happen. And that was God showing me like, no, (laughs) your life is different. I'm doing something different with you. And Uh, literally, um, I had ended up getting my first car, like when I was, I believe in my senior year. So this is like way after I got there. This is like, um, after my friends, like, oh, I've got my car. I drive to school. I've got my like Beamer, my Volvo, my whatever, whatever. Yeah. And so I had just gotten my car and I love that car, (laughs) but it was so frustrating because like, you know, when you get cars cheap, you have to work on them and fix them and do all these things to them. Yeah. So eventually it wasn't until after college or not after college, but in my first year of college that I went ahead and bought my first car that I put in my name and it was a Lexus. So God still blessed me, but he was just showing me that it's going to take more time when you do things yourself versus having someone to do everything for you and then brag like you were the one who did it. Amen. I love that. And I love how you said it. It takes time to achieve what you want to achieve. You know, it could have been easy. Right. Parents could have just given it to you. And then, you know, you're not, you're not humbling yourself because your parents work hard to achieve that. But in the way right. you just said, you know, I work hard to get that. And in a way you also feel proud, like I've achieved that. And it kind of pushes you to keep going and work extremely hard. And another it does so another scripture that i wanted to touch upon is ephesians 2 10 that says that god see see us as his masterpiece as a result there's no reason to be insecure just a reminder that you are as beautiful and majestic as anything god has ever created so if anyone's out there feeling insecure you know if you're young and you're comparing yourself to like oh that girl's got the best eyes or the hair or she's got the lifestyle that i wish don't do that because you are enough in god's eyes and you're beautiful and 
stop believing the lies about yourself that others have told you and sometimes i'm a victim of this because when i was young my dad didn't really mean to do this but he wanted me to be in a beauty pageant and that industry and you know that wasn't really for me and i kept you know comparing myself to other girls like oh i'm not skinny enough but you know what now i'm 26 and i've learned that i am enough and i'm beautiful in the way that god created me he has a purpose for me and better plans that i could ever imagine so i just have to believe what god has for me is going to be better than anything that the world has to offer yes yes that is so true because even going back to my example about like the people i went to high school with um it's like the hard work that you put in now no one else can do that for you like people can give you things but it's kind of like you know you can take someone to the lake to to teach them how to fish, or you can just give them the fish. The person who always receives a fish from someone else, they're never going to feel that need to go get up and do the work themselves. So what happens when you don't have that person to give you that fish anymore? You're going to be so lost. You're not going to know how to get what you need versus the person who's been fishing their whole life. They're going to know what to do if that situation comes. Absolutely, sister. And how did you, how is, was there a time in your life where you dealt with insecurities where, you know, the devil was telling you you're not enough, the grades won't be enough or in a job where, you know, your colleagues perhaps are achieving more or even in relationships where your friends, you know, and because I'm 26 and most of my friends are like getting engaged, they're in a serious relationship (laughs) and I kind of, I kind of reflect back and be like, oh, okay, you know, like what's going on here? But, you know, there's a time and a place for everything, which is said in the Bible, you know, there will be a time where I meet the right person and that person will be perfect for me and I will understand the plans that God has for us. So is there a time where you dealt with insecurities or, you know, comparing yourself and, you know, your heart kind of going, oh, I wish I had that, you know? Yeah, definitely (laughs) just like you said just as you described it like I was yeah in high school even in college like I had friends and people around me who were like dating and getting into serious relationships and things like that and you know it's no like jab at them (laughs) but God was showing me like everything isn't what it seems sometimes people are trying to keep up with an image that they don't even understand so it's like and you know he was showing me like uh it's like, uh, have you heard J. Cole's song, Love Yourself, where he's kind of saying, like, I, I, I've sort of heard it briefly, but yeah, I heard it. <laughs> the, the chorus was kind of like, there's no such thing as a life that's better than yours. Um, yeah. yeah, that kind of thing. And then, like, that's pretty much what God was showing me. Like, literally the things that I lack that it seems like other people may have, really mm-hmm. look at the whole story because it's not everything it's cracked up to be and so this is actually like um it's like a podcast episode that I plan to put out soon where I talked about dreams and I was kind of just saying like if you really got your dream would you really want it because it doesn't matter how good something is it's always going to come with some work and like going back to my car example like okay you want a car well you have to maintain it you have to keep it up you can't just say i want it and then when work comes you're like oh well (laughs) i don't want this anymore or like a dream job like what we do on social media with the podcast you actually have to put in the time and effort to like plan this (laughs) it's not just like oh i have a podcast now and the thing is we're both working so we have a full-time job you know i'm part of exactly church platform Hillsong 
and you know I you know have my own business and I'm you know podcasting for me because I always said for me what comes first I have to find a way and a time to record and you know preach the word of God and exactly like you said you have to put into the work and what I liked what you also mentioned is the fact that sometimes images online on social media people are like they look happy but they're only sharing you the part that they want you to see behind closed doors they can be broken-hearted you know we don't know yes going behind closed doors and yes I also want to highlight the fact that just remembering to people and pointing out that you are God's masterpiece. You, you do have a purpose. And even if there are times where you're like, I don't know what my purpose is on this earth, on this world. You know, if you continue pursuing the word of God, he will let you know what your purpose is. He created you. And the more connected you are to the source, then the easier it will be not to only discover, but also live out your purpose. If you don't feel like you're connected, obviously, you know, it would be easier to get you know, temptation will come, distractions will come. Your friends might have be like, oh, let's go out and do things that you, you weren't going to do if you were connected with God. When you're connected That's right. with the word of God, you're more cautious on what the right path is. I always said, my mom always said to me, there are two paths in life, the good and the bad. And it's down to you whether you want to be happy in this world or have eternal happiness. And for me, I'd rather have eternal happiness, you know? Sometimes exactly. I'm <laughs> exactly. Sometimes I'm at work and I see people like they don't pray and then somehow they got to the top. But you know what? I don't care about that because at the end of the day, I'm loyal to to God and I know that He's gonna put me from take me from the mud pit and put me on top of that mountain. And you know, I'm just grateful to follow him. I know that no matter what I'm going through he is always there for me like this week when I was praying to him and I said God look I'm in a season I don't understand like ex- allow me to understand the purpose of this season is it trusting you a bit more is it learning to be more patient in life and the way that you know the Holy Spirit speaks to me through the scriptures is amazing because I just want to read one of the scriptures um that he gave me sister which was Psalms. 30 I don't know if you read ever read that it's the prayer of thanksgiving and it's yes <laughs> praise to you lord because you have saved me and kept my enemies from gloating over me I cry to you for help O oh lord my god and you heal me you kept me from the grave I was on my way to the depths below but you restore my life sing praise to the lord all his faithful people remember what the holy one has done and give him thanks his anger, his anger lasts only a moment. His goodness for a lifetime, for a lifetime. Tears may flow in the night, but joy comes in the morning. You have changed my sadness into a joyful dance, and you have taken away my sorrow and surrounded me with joy. So I will not be silent. I will sing praise to you, Lord. You are my God, and I will give you thanks forever. So, Sister Diamond, um, how was there a time in your life where you know you were starting to drift from God, and He went, "Hold on, I want you to come in my journey." Was there a time and a season that you went through that? Yeah, and actually, it goes right back um, to your last question, yeah. where you were asking, like, were there people in my life that I felt like I compared myself to? And I think that was a 
time where I started to drift because I stopped looking at God and what God had said to me and started looking at the world like, well, I see this over here and not walking by faith, but walking by sight. And you know that when we walk by faith, we're receiving according to our belief, right? Like just like when Jesus was healing in the Bible, he was telling the people he was healing, you receive according to your faith. Amen. Yeah. And so I was, I believed because my father had always told me like from a young age, mm-hmm. he's told me and my brother, I think that it's better if I tell you guys things early so that you don't have to go through the pain of what I went through, what your mom went through yeah. versus me telling you nothing, you growing up, you getting into situations, going through that. Cause some things you can't come back from. Like we, we hope, you know, we hope so, but some things are like, you don't want to try that in order to learn from it first, you know? Exactly. Yeah. And so I would say like when I was in high school and even in a little bit of college, I was always looking at other people like, well, they're my age, like kind of like what you were saying, or they're younger and they've already done this and they've already done that. And I think school places a heavy pressure on uh, students to like, join this club, be a part of this group, travel here. You must have like a perfect GPA and all these different things. And when you really look at it, it's not necessary. (laughs) Like if you don't feel God is calling you toward that, a lot of times people don't end up doing the things they go to school for. And I'm not knocking school, but it's just that when you compare yourself like, okay, but I was going to a very competitive school, by the way. Yeah. I mean, people with 7.0 GPAs, like, how is that even possible? You know, Sorry. regular GPAs, like 4.0. <laughs> and so I was doing very good. I had like almost straight A's and yeah. my GPA was like, um, no, my class ranking was 137 out of like 300 something. So imagine that 136 people in front of me and I was doing good. Yeah. So okay. I, I, um, was comparing myself to a lot of people like, well, they're in this relationship and I'm not, or, you know, that kind of thing. And then, so I've always believed like, well, I don't think I need to go through the pain and the hurt of, okay, well, I dated this person, but they weren't, you know, as honest with me as they could have been, or, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. And then, so I always would pray to God before I talk to certain people, like, well, show me, you know, their character. Let me get to know them better. Cause I believe in just talking to people first, you know, before yeah. you commit to anything, before you make well, any you serious have, decisions. Have, I always said that you got to learn and, um, you know, you have, if with your future spouse, you need to get to know them first. They're going to be your friends, your best friend. That's know, right. Where now society is like, no, we're in the talking stage and then they jump straight away. And it's like, no, it takes time to get to know someone. Exactly. And, you know, my previous episodes, I said, don't rush. You know, you can be friends, but you know, here, especially in England, they go from talking stage straight into a relationship. And I like to take things slow because I need to, get to know that person inside and out I don't really you know date I'm you know I'm the type of person I'm so focused in the word of God they got to be a Christian person and they've got to exactly and for me the talking stage that you know I don't do that you know I don't go on dates because if I don't I mean I get asked on dates but if they're not Boas why should I waste their time on my time you know, where I can exactly. you know, continue to worship the word of God. And, you know, for me, I take it seriously and it's not a game. And I always pray each day and I say to God, right, God, when the time's right, you know, I know you'll, um, we'll cross paths and for sure we will know that that is the right person. But why mess about when you can just focus on God and, 
you know, let that person come to you at the right time. Exactly. Exactly. No, I completely agree. Um, I was, I would, yeah, I said the same exact thing and God was showing me like, as long as you trust in me, you don't have to date someone, get hurt just to realize like, Hey, I learned this from that. Cause like in the world, people will literally tell you, um, if you've never dated, how do you know what you want? And it's like, you can know what you want and you don't have to go through the whole process of, well, I dated like these 50 people and decided that I just don't like this. Like you didn't have to go through that. (laughs) God teaches in many different ways. And so- like I said, in, there's an English saying that says you you got to um, kiss many frogs to get to your prince. But I'm like, not necessarily. You can just wait <laughs> exactly. and be patient, be loyal to God, trust that he will give you the right person at the right time. And yeah, you will be absolutely, you know, happy when that person comes. You're going to be like, yeah, that's it. That's what I prayed for. That's what I waited for. Instead of messing about and, you know, attracting the wrong, getting hurt attracting the wrong kind of people becoming more insecure and right absolutely all so, it's doing is leaving you scarred you know because you're putting yourself out there and you get rejected get turned down and you realize yeah. that you wasted your time yeah there's no I, point when you can be building up your relationship with god he's making you stronger while you wait i love that sister and i just want to jump into my um third bullet point where it's you know jumping into the fact that you know god never gives you an assignment and a trial and forgets to give you the gifts that you need to accomplish it just remember that if you're going for a journey a season in life like me god is with you he wouldn't give you something that you couldn't achieve he wouldn't put you in a season in a challenge that you couldn't accomplish and i'm telling you when you're loyal he will literally the gifts will start pouring out of heaven and you will just be blessed and when we focus on him instead of you know focusing on what the got you know the gifts of the world which we don't want we want the gifts and the fruit from god not anyone else and you know just another reminder because i had people saying you know sometimes i pray but you know i always get insecure and negative thoughts come into your mind so whenever you hear those voices that you tell that you're not good enough remember that you were created for the master's purpose and you and you have everything you need to do everything god wants you to do so (laughs) my next question to you will be how has God equipped you to carry out his purposes how you know obviously you pray and but how do you feel that God has you know equipped you for your next challenge because I know I think you're working now right yes yes So how has life equipped you you know so when you're facing with challenges of like perhaps learning from working from home where I know that you are and you know you kind of prefer to I'm sure that you prefer to go into work instead of working. And it's it's very different when you work from home because you don't have people there to ask them like, oh, can you help me with this? It's awkward because you have to kind of message them. But how how has God taught you to be patient and equipped you to face the the challenges and trials that perhaps you're facing now? It's a process, to be honest. (laughs) Like, we can pray, but, you know, we always say faith without works is dead. And so a part of that, like, work is that active learning, like, listening. Even when you feel like God isn't speaking to you, he's always speaking to you. There's not a day that goes by that he is not speaking. And so for me, um, what helped me um, in the work that I do now is just paying attention when I was in college. Um, I don't know if you know, but I was in college for x-ray. I had graduated last year. 
And so I dealt with a lot of people. I talked to people every day, a lot of patient care, things like that. And so when I stayed home for like a year and I was like, what am I going to do now (laughs) that I can't go to the hospital and I need to figure out what I'm going to do with my life? I was like, well, let me try customer service. I'm not going to lie. I'm a person who loves the outdoors. I was like, oh my gosh, this is going to be so bad. I really hope I don't like hate this job. And then, you know, but of course, like you said, God equips you for what he calls you to do. Yeah. It wasn't as bad as I thought. (laughs) I thank God it wasn't as bad as I thought. Um, I ended up going in with a client who uh, retails sports equipment. And so I love sports. I love everything about it. Um, So that was good for me. But also when it comes to dealing with people and talking with people, um, that came from just God using me in the skills that I had in patient care. You know, when you talk to your patients, you're respectful, you listen, you actually make sure you're there to solve the problem and not just kind of like make them feel better about it. And it's the same kind of way with customer service. I've only been here for like maybe three weeks and I already have uh, the head of the company basically sending me uh, emails and things saying like, wow, you're doing such a good job with us and uh, giving me rewards and things like that. And people telling me, like, you sound really professional on the phone. Like, it sounds like you've done this before. You've seriously never been in customer service. And I was like, no, but I've been in patient care. So (laughs) (laughs) that's amazing, sister. And I just want to touch up on another scripture, which is 2 Peter verse 3 to 4, which says, everything that goes into a life of pleasing God has been miraculously given to us by getting to know personally and intimately the one who invited us to God. The best invitation we ever received. We were also given absolutely terrific promises to pass on to you. So just remember that when you seek the word of God and the kingdom of God, you will be rewarded, but make sure you're doing it from a loyal heart, not just thinking, oh, I'm going to follow God because there will be blessings coming my way. No, because God God will know that you're not doing it for the right reasons. When you seek the kingdom of God, you do it wholeheartedly, not just, you know, it's like dipping in the river. Oh, the water's cold. I'm not sure. No, you are right. is cold or not you will enter that water because you know that you have God in your side and if he is with us there's nothing against us you know exactly and actually it's funny because I had just um that podcast episode I was telling you about I was speaking about that too like even when you're going through times in your life like the hills and valleys we always refer to the hills as like the best uh good times in your life where it's nothing but blessings and you know everything's going great and then the valley is everything where it's like oh my gosh everything seems to be going wrong but God is still with you and um so I was saying like even in those times when you feel like you're in the valley literally if your attitude is different you know you know God sees everything he knows what's happening to you he's allowed that to happen to test you and so while you're being tested it's important to have the mindset of okay, but I still have God with me. I'm going to get out of this. Things get better and you will see things change. Absolutely. And just before we we wrap up, sister, what would be an advice and a Bible scripture that you always relate to? If you can share something with us, what would it be? What's your favorite scripture where, you know, when you're in a season, you're like, you know what? This scripture gets me through everything. What would your one be? Um, well, I would have to say I love Proverbs <laughs> just because. I love too. And Psalms, honestly, it gets me through yes. trial, <laughs> trial, literally. Yes, it does. 
Um, there was a proverb. It was uh, Proverbs 19 2. Yeah. And it was just saying, like, um, you cannot just be excited about something. Um, mm-hmm. You have to have a plan because without a plan, you will fail. Like, you will miss the mark, you'll sin, that kind of thing. Yeah. And that just kind of like reminds me because, like, the weight like my life is moving right now everything is happening so fast like uh and I have to literally prioritize my time and be like oh my gosh I have to get this done that done that done um but that scripture just kind of helps me remember like just know that God is with you know that even though I can sit here and plan all day and rearrange things it's really God whose hand is behind it. If his hand isn't on it, I'm not going to get through it. Like it's literally not me. It's him working through me. And so. Absolutely sister. I love that. I love proverbs and proverbs or Psalms is my one that I want to share with people that kind of like the Holy spirit just said to me, um, read it out loud before you pray for us, sister is, um, Psalms 150, which says, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, praise God in his temple, praise his strength in heaven, praise him for the mighty things he has done, praise his supreme greatness, praise him with trumpets, praise him with harps and lyres, dancing, praise him with harps and flutes, praise him with cymbals, praise him with loud cymbals, praise the Lord, all living creatures, praise the Lord. And that's crucial, you know, I always worship the Lord, I always praise him because he loves music, he loves when we go to him, start speaking yes. tongues and you know let the songs just burst out sometimes I even cry when I'm praising the Lord because some songs are so rich and I know I could just feel his presence you really can if people could do get something out of this message is try not to compare yourself to other people try and just focus on your journey fix your eyes on God's and praise him because love God God loves you know, a Christian that praises, a Christian that opens their Bible every single day and seek the word of God. At the end of the day, it's the kingdom of God, not the kingdom of earth. You know, when we die, we don't take anything. We don't take the cars. We don't take the houses. We don't take the money. We go with who we are, the spirit. Make sure that your spirit is full of the word of God. So sister, when you're ready, please pray for us. And thank you so much for joining me. Um, you know, you're a blessing and we're doing the right thing. We're seeking, we're an example of seeking the word of God, not what the world has got to offer. We could easily be, you know, so obsessed with the next cars and the next, you know, money and all of that, the next branded bags. But, you know, we're, we're humble and God has humbled us. We have better plans for our journey. So, yes, yeah, sister, thank you so much for joining me. And yeah, when you're ready, please pray for us all right hey, i'm ready um so i would just like to say god we come to you now in prayer just remaining faithful knowing that you're a great god who can do all things we mm-hmm. trust in you knowing that you're ready to take us to the next level um and you're going to prepare us to make sure that we're ready to go there yeah. um Man. help us to stay focused on what you call us to do we know that there's so much happening in the world right now. Um, so many people pulling us in each and every direction. So true. But yeah. we still trust in you. You know the story of our lives. You know exactly what we need, when we need it, and why we didn't get it when we thought that we should get it. Um, and just we know that uh, you have a good plan for us. Your will is good. Um, so I pray that we will remain focused on you and keep our hearts and our minds on you and not on this world. Humble us, show us what's important.
important. Help us to reprioritize um, others over ourselves, that we will remain humble and um, do things in a way that it's a blessing to others and we're not looking uh, to do things for selfish ambition. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, sister. So thank you very much for joining me, sister. And I can't wait to make another episode, guys. So I hope you all have a blessed weekend and a, a blessed new month. Can't believe we're actually entering July in a couple of weeks, but time is I flying. I know. So just remember, guys. Keep <laughs> it <focusing>. really is. <laughs> it really is. Keep focusing on the word of God. And thank you. And God bless you all. Amen.